lot to play for this season, right? Of course. You know, people want to act like there isn't. You know, you see it a lot. Who's people? The fans, overreactionary. All right, well, that, yeah, that's I natural, just, but yeah. I come in here day in and day out, spend 10 hours up here every day, and for me, there's a lot left to play for, and I bust my tail year-round for this for six years now, so I'm not really listening to what people say. I don't care if we're 0-8 right now. I'm playing ball because I love to play football. I love my teammates. I love my coaches. I love the University of Oklahoma. It's really that simple. I got a lot of pride right, for this place, so I'm going to go hard every single day and do everything I possibly can to see us win, and, and that's the end of it. That's right. Drake Stoops telling it how it is. A uh, lot to play for. Uh, been up there putting in work day in, day out, and not just during the season. Started all the way back in January when they come back for winter workouts. Um, you know, after doing the same thing the year before, you don't just throw your hands up in the air and walk away. Uh, you stay and fight, play for your teammates. Um, yeah. And, you know, they still have an opportunity to go win the Big 12. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You just got to win. Opportunity to win the Big 12 and play in a uh, New Year's Six Bowl game. And the past two weeks have been disappointing, but I think if you win a New Year's Six Bowl game, uh, we talked yesterday about is there a path to a successful season. You win 11 games this year, I, I think that that is a successful season, especially if win number 11 comes against a, a good team in a bowl game. So it's there, there's, there's still some things out there. And again, if you win the conference, then it's absolutely a successful season. And that and that's still on the table. Yeah. So, um, no, that's that's awesome quote from Drake Stoops. Again, everyone already loved and respected him. There's a reason why everyone's been yelling Stoops all ev- after every single catch. And sometimes when he doesn't even make a catch, when other people make a catch, right. they yell that as well. That's been going on for a while. But it just seems like after his performance, that comment last night, the level of love and support is even at a new level. I'm curious what his what his NFL prospects look like. What what do you think the next level has in store for Drake? Is no it gonna clue. be NFL, XFL? Like what's what what's realistic for him? I think he will definitely get invited to an NFL camp. Um will he get drafted? I don't know. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say no. I mean, players of his his stature and his skill set, it's not like those players have never made it in the league. In oh, fact, we've seen a bunch. There's there's been a bunch of them that have done really really impressive things and I don't know, um I Welker, Amendola, Beasley, like the list goes on and on of of guys that are slim. Wayne Crebet, can we go back to the early two thousands and say Wayne Crebet with the New York Jets? Yeah, I would say a guy like Randall Cobb. You know, um, I mean, there, there's a bunch of guys that don't check the prototype wide receiver box, but. Uh, do everything how you want them to understand nuance of of coverages and route running to get open. Yeah, I, I yeah, and, he and, he needs the right situation. Sure, and, and I think in terms of being drafted, I think 
regardless of what his last name was, he would be like the production and whatever, you know, everything he's all about. He get invited to an NFL camp for sure. And he's earned everything that he's got. Like nothing's been given to him just because of his last name here. He he's earned every bit of that. But I, I, I'm sure like the last name could help him get drafted at some point oh, during sure. the NFL draft. I mean, I just think that that's, that's not pedigree. a diss on Drake at all, but there's pedigree there and the production matches up with it. And if that happens, man, and regardless of what it looks like, if he's drafted, if he makes a camp and ends up making the 53-man roster, if he ends up being a player somewhere in the NFL, I don't know if it'll get to Baker-level craze or Baker-level support. I would probably say no to that. But a lot of people will be tuning in on Sundays next year if Drake Stoops is on an active roster and getting some playing time. I I think that he has just turned into that beloved of a player around here, and that's not going to change ever, man, ever. Yep. No, I agree. I agree. He is uh, fantastic, and I will not count him out on, on anything. You know, he's very capable. Good in the open field, makes guys miss. Good route runner, great hands, competitive catches. Hey, well, I'm honestly, I'd man, love to see him playing the at, league at this point. Um, you know, you've just got so much inconsistency with the offense and even some wide receivers. Just <laughs> feature, continue to feature him in the offense. I think you've got to at this point. A, a game like this that I think is going to be a close game. Um, think of players and who do you trust more on this offense right now than than Drake Stoops. I can't, I, I can't. I can't find anyone either, man. Continue to feature him. Nobody. Always there. Always available. Always the go-to in critical moments. I mean, I didn't like the play call uh, on the fourth down, but we knew where they were going with the football. Yep. I didn't know what play they were going to run, but we knew they were going to go to Drake Stoops. And I don't think anyone has a problem that they went to Drake Stoops. It was just no. kind of the. You know, the sprint out, limit yourself uh, type of play. So, yeah, I hey, I, I'm pulling for him, and I don't think it's outlandish at all to suggest that he goes to the NFL, makes a roster, and becomes a, a fixture for a football team. Again, it, it has to be the right system with a really good quarterback. You know, I, I don't think – I don't think, like, the the young quarterbacks that are just kind of – um, I don't know, feeling their way is the right place to go. You want to go somewhere where there's an experienced guy that wants someone that can find his find himself open instead of like it's always easier to throw it to a big target that can make you right. You know what I'm saying? That the ball doesn't have to be perfect. You know, he can be covered, and you go his direction, and he's going to find a way to come down with it. Like. I think that's where a younger quarterback tends to go and maybe doesn't appreciate having a guy that knows how to get open in the middle of the field. A more veteran quarterback that's established, I think, would love to have a guy like that. So there you go. You heard it here first. Drake Stoops will be drafted by the uh, Vegas Raiders when Tom Brady uh, returns back to be the, the quarterback of Vegas next year. That's what we're saying. Dude, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> oh, that would be... That I mean, that's perfect, dude. Oh my god, that's gosh. what I'm telling you. Kansas yeah, City established Chiefs. quarterback that is that, perfect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mahomes throwing it sidearm and behind his back, and 
that that's another fa- like like Drake Stoops is love for many reasons, but this fan base just likes a certain player, you know, like go tough, gritty, goes about it the right way, all that. I feel like Kansas City is a fan base that would you know ap- appreciate that as like like that as well. He, and, he would do well there. And, and might and as well, half of the other active players play in KC right now, it feels like. So just add him to the well, mix. And that's a real thing, and that's what I was about to say. When a, uh, a coaching staff and a scouting department has um, a group of guys that are from the same school and like there's consistency there and – you keep going to that honey hole and you got players that are paying off and you're not missing on any, then you start to, you view those players coming from that school a little bit differently. And of all the guys that they've got up there, I mean, he, now physically he may not check the boxes like some of those guys do, but like everything else that you, you get from those, those players, you get exactly the same thing from Drake Stoops. Yeah, and he'd probably steal Taylor Swift away from Travis Kelsey as well. Ooh, there you go. Same. Why not? I, it probably would probably happen. Colin Casey says, if Drake comes to Casey, I will die and go to heaven. Um, 918, ah, oh, Nick, gosh, I just hate this franchise so much. Nick and Sepulpa says Stoops would go great in Philly. Philly seems like they're yeah. pretty good at the wide receiver spot right now. Not that they couldn't use Drake Stoops, but, yeah. You know. Well, yeah, boy, how, they are they are good at the wide receiver. Devontae spot Smith, right now. AJ Brown, yeah, they're they're not in a bad spot. AJ Brown is that is a specimen, isn't it? Woo! Yeah, he uh, can play. Four hundred two. Drake Stoops, he's a real cere- cerebral player. Jim Rat, first in, last out. I mean, he's just a lunch pail guy. Solid blue collar worker, deceptively quick. I think I know what they were getting at there. Well, <laughs> hitting all the keywords. Uh, they left out the the only thing they left out was intangibles. <laughs> That's it. Everything high, else. high football IQ. Throw that in high there too. football IQ. Oh my gosh, that's great. Softball Steve play for his daddy Deuce Vaughn playing with his daddy. Uh, so why not go to the XFL, baby? Drake Stoops yeah. would tear it up in the XFL if, the, if that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Deuce. Yeah, down there in Dallas. Yeah, I I think he's he'll he'll definitely have an opportunity in good, the league. Somewhere. Good point. Text line, Teddy. We say glory hole, not honey hole. <laughs> that's right. Us and that's Jerry right. Jones are the only ones that say it, but yes, that's that's what we do say on this show. Six two zero Stoops is the perfect New England Patriot prototype. LOL. Yeah, four years ago. And said Mac Jones can't get the ball to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, it's a little bit different there. Uh, he would have been uh, – you could you could go ahead and buy the flight and everything right now uh, after draft day to go to New England if if they were still in the same quarterback situation. Nah, I'm just, uh, he, he, he just great. fits there. Deceptively quick. Um, high football IQ. Uh, just, you know, great player. You can hear Bill now <laughs> talking about him. It'd be great. Bill, right. Bill, like every other, uh, like every other uh, undrafted player or player drafted late, they get get players on the roster for about forty k a year. Exaggeration, I know, but they they yeah. know how to work the salary cap up there. All right, let's um, 
Unless you've got a couple text messages I mean, to get to. A couple, about 200 to get to. OU Mitchell. OU Mitchell says, hi, motor guy. Um, Ohio Sooner says, Drake would fit in well culturally in Cleveland. Plus, he's close to the Stoops family in Youngstown. Is that right? Would he fit in culturally well in Cleveland? Because when we think of that, that's not – I don't think of Drake Stoops types of, type of players. I think I think what they mean is like culturally city? with the city, yeah, not okay. the football I, I, team. I can get behind that <laughs> a lot more than the – like Deshaun Watson's the quarterback right now, so uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I was trying to think. I was like, what, what culture exactly is it? that he fits in with but yeah city of cleveland uh i understand that um but i don't know i frankly i don't know necessarily that it matters i think you know exactly what you're going to get wherever he goes 918 kc fans are a bunch of vaccine supporting swifties (laughs) 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 oh my gosh yeah uh with uh, Travis Kelsey and and Taylor Swift now, like that's is that the only place in the country where it, it's actually uh, oh my God. it's actually selling now? That's funny. He would not fit it. in Cleveland. He's not a born loser, says a uh, texture in the four hundred five. Uh, yeah. Blue says Stoops is a get the friggin' job done guy, no matter what it takes. Five eight zero Jets win slash if Rogers comes back. Well, there's different sides of the uh, vaccine discussion there. Kansas City and the New York Jets, huh? No kidding. Um, oh, Okie Tom says coaching is is in his future, not the NFL. Well, what, what do you think? I haven't really talked about that all that much. Bob hasn't really led on what he thinks. You think you think Drake gets in that after the football career is over? Uh, I mean. I'd say it's a natural fit. He's a football guy. He's He's got the in. He's got uh, uncles that coach. His dad coaches. He's knows every staff and every player around the country. It, 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 I mean, if he wants to, but right now he's a football player. So I think he'll exhaust uh, his opportunities on the football field, and then I would say that that's a – a natural transition. 405. I don't, I don't know. Important question nobody is asking. Could Bob Stoops in his prime cover his son? Ooh. That. Because Bob was a really good player at Iowa. Could he cover Drake Stoops? Huh. That is a fascinating question. You know. The way that Drake's playing right now, I, I, I might take Drake in that one-on-one. Coach Stoops had a little wiggle in him, though. Little wiggle. Here's the thing. Here's what I know. They're gonna call it like Big Twelve refs because that could change my mind too. If Bob could just tackle him. If if Drake caught the ball over the middle, I know his dad would have zero hesitation bringing a forearm to the helmet uh, <laughs> and targeting. No doubt, and maybe fight him afterwards, <laughs> dude. His old stand clips over are awesome. him. Stand over him. Talk trash yeah. to him talking some trash dave from norman bob was an all-american he could absolutely cover him yeah that'd be a one hell of a matchup man man that'd be that'd be cool yeah and then in today's uh college football rules bob would be called for targeting and you'd have to miss the entire next game or at least the first half of it (laughs) yeah coach stoops would have been in every other game kind of guy in college uh 
if there was targeting. Two four zero. Get Chat GPT on the Bob versus Drake question. Yeah, can someone do that? Can someone on the text line ask Chat GPT who would win, Bob and Drake Stoops one on one? Who would get the better of whom? That's funny. Is are we just like? Are we going to send everything out to AI to get? Some computer's interpretation as to uh, what would happen? Huh. That's interesting. Do you think... I, that's that's interesting to me because I wonder what, like... I don't know. I've never thought about that, but it's weird to even think about now. I'm wondering what that means. Cherokee Sooner, the only vaccine we need is a big old W in some of Gunny's grass. Yeah, can we make that happen this weekend? Gunny's grass mixed with the big old W. Make everyone – calm everyone down. Make everyone feel better. Oh, that's funny. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. Keep hitting the text on. We'll get to some uh, some more of those next. 651-3439. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. Good time. 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of The Rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Keep the text coming. 405-651-3439. Someone really did ask chat GPT. Who would win between Bob and Drake Stoops, by the way? <laughs> um, I'll read this and uh, we'll move on. This is funny, though. This is kind of long. AI says, okay, with those additional details, here's my analysis. Given that Bob Stoops was an accomplished defensive back in college, he presumably had good speed, athleticism, and coverage skills during his playing career. However, being a standout player in the 80s doesn't necessarily mean he'd be able to cover a talented wide receiver today. Drake is currently excelling against today's elite college competition at OU. As Bob's son, he may have inherited some of the athletic genes as well. Age and era differences between Bob and Drake would likely favor Drake in this hypothetical matchup, despite Bob's strong college background. Additionally, being father and son means Bob may know some of Drake's tendencies and skills, but Drake has also watched film his whole life on his dad's playing style, Familiarity could help both, but not give a major advantage either way. In summary, while Bob Stoops was an accomplished defensive back in his era, the combination of Drake's current high-level skills, the evolution of games since the 80s, and Bob's age probably means Drake would have the edge if the two matched up in their playing primes. But it would likely be a competitive battle given Bob's pass coverage abilities. They say Drake. AI. Interesting. Wow. AI also thinks any players that played back in the day are garbage. <laughs> no respect. No, no respect. respect from AI. Man, they are a uh, Johnny come lately, and that's how they look at athletes, you know? Dang. They don't remember playing in the 60s. Well, that was actually a really good summary, though. That was pretty good. Dave, Dave from Norman, by the way, called Bob an All-American. He said, I made a mistake. He was only all Big Ten. So, yeah, Drake could have some success. Yeah. Um, were you the one telling me that you heard some scuttlebutt that the SEC dates for next year will be announced this month? 
I think so, but I can't really remember. You don't remember if you've heard that? I mean, it was from you. You you did tell me that. Yeah. I th- I told you that, but even when I told you, I think I said, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, well, the funny thing is, I was, I was, I can't remember if it was at dinner, but it was, it was from Joe Castiglione. Um, but I really wasn't paying attention, if that makes sense. Well, it's, I don't know if, whether it makes sense or not. It's just, it's not surprising at all. Okay. That's really my main talk takeaway here. I couldn't, I, I can't remember exactly what the discussion was and what the schedule was, but I wait. Did, wait, 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 wait. Did you hear? Did you hear what the schedule looks like? Like which no. week they're playing the teams? Or you just no, 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 no. You no, just no. think you heard that it's unveiled unveiled this month? Yes, correct. Okay. Well, I just, I, I just sure. think we all, yeah, yeah. maybe, potentially, probably, hell, who So knows? if it happens, I'll say, see, I told you it was coming out, but if it doesn't, I'll say, we, I never, I never said that. We that just need something to distract our attention right now. Like a Wednesday unveiling of uh, where OU plays its SEC games next year might, might help out our uh, mental well-being, I think. And, yeah. and I looked, I looked earlier today, last year. They unveiled their schedule on September 20th on that live show. A little bit past that date. wonder yeah. what they're waiting on. Well, I, you've, I, you've got way more moving parts now. It's a little more difficult trying to, you know, I think there's, there's some more nuance with your what games you're keeping, what you're not. Obviously adding some, some more folks to the, to the schedule. Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, I think what's interesting is everyone else has done their, like, four-year-out four uh, schedule. Well, the ACC did, like, seven years out. Yeah, they insane. did seven. Um, I'm, I wonder if they're going to do something like that. You would think they won't because, you know, there's a thought that perhaps after uh, two years, a year or two, that maybe they go to the, the nine-game conference scheduling model but i don't think they well i i don't know for sure they they just they make it a tv event and it's such a i I don't know what the viewership looks like but i was pretty interested i was on vacation in the back of an uber in boston watching the live sec show this summer so i thought it was awesome when they unveiled the schedule uh i'm sure a lot of ou fans were like that so they get I'm, i'm sure they get pretty decent viewership if they just do it one year at a time and show it live on the sure. SEC network every single year. Content, baby. It's all about content. Just, um, you know, you do the – I guess there won't be much of a need for the like the games because I think everyone – is everyone playing the same people next year, just rotated home and away? That, or is uh, there going to be a different rotation? I don't know what year two looks like. I mean, you're yeah. going to have the same – You'll have the same permanent opponent, obviously. So OU yeah. will play Texas, but what the other? I don't don't know the answer to that. Have right, no, have no clue. Okay, yeah. Well, I don't maybe either. Joe Castiglione told you that part, and you don't remember that one either. <laughs> maybe he didn't tell me any of that, and I just totally made it up. That's possible. Also too. on the table. Also on the table. 
you see what Muleshoe said today? No. Um, he said this. He was asked about, you know, the whole Grinch firing, yeah. getting a great defense in. Quote, he's talking about defense here. I know what it looks like. I know what the change can look like. And like I said, ironically, Alex was a huge part of that. I mean, I watched a defense when we took over at OU that was not the strength of the program. And then I watched in the matter of several months, it became the strength of the program. And the chief reason why the last three years, the majority of those wins came on the heels of how well we played defensively, in quotes. What do you think about that? Uh, I would like to ask ChatGPT if that is a legitimate statement or not. Because it seems to me that he is, uh, air quotes, misremembering yeah, he's trying How to rewrite history down. there, isn't he? It's pretty fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't – hey, man. I, I remember a pretty god-awful defense when they took over, but apparently it was good. huh? Well, here's the thing, and this has been, this has been tough on Grinch. He keeps going to places that are playing horrible defense whenever he shows up. You know? That's – it's not easy to turn it around. It's not easy to turn it around whenever you have a head coach that's a defensive-minded coach. It's even more difficult whenever you go somewhere with an offensive-minded coach. I mean, that that matters, and it matters a bunch. So, now, Venables, they're playing much better in year two. I mean, whenever you look at their, like, statistically speaking, like the analytics and all of that, the advanced statistics, it ain't even close. To where they were a year ago, it it's just, it's not close. I, I don't know right now if they're technically top twenty five or not because of the way some of these games have unfolded. Like for instance, against Kansas, uh, we had a pick six that goes on the defense. You know, they've created a bunch of opportunities. Like they gave up a field goal against uh, Oklahoma State. You know that they, you know. Took over on the twenty yard line. That should be it. It was an overall plus of a drive, even though they gave yeah. a point. Sure, yes. So they're like, I think we all know, eye test wise, like regardless of where they're at, st- like where they rank, which I still think is they rank pretty good. But I, it, there's no doubt that they are a totally different football team on the defensive side. Five one two. Omg, I am cackling at that quote. Yeah, as am I. And it took me one sentence to start cackling. It didn't take me three or four sentences to be like, what? It, it just took one, and the first sentence is, I know what it looks like, talking about great defense. <laughs> How do you know what it looks like? Did you yeah. watch the Steel Curtain defense, the highlights? Did you watch the Bears from the 80s play defense? Did you watch like OU in the early 2000s and the 80s and 70s? How the hell would you know what great defense looks like? You've never been a part of one great defense in your entire coaching career. What are you talking right. about, dude? You know yeah. what it looks like. You must watch a lot of highlights. Yeah. He watches a lot of film. Um, what's interesting because USC, uh, in a couple of different eras, had incredible defense. Incredible. Um, oh, well, as much as um, – like, if you if you say the Pete Carroll USC teams – most yeah. people will immediately think of Matt Leinart, Reggie Bush. And obviously those two players won Heisman trophies. They were awesome. 
but they had dudes at all three levels of the defense back then. Yes, they did. I mean, they were awesome. And even after, like, remember Ray Maluga that was was a backer at USC? Like, for several years, like, the offense at USC kind of started to slowly but surely taper off. Not that defense, man. Not that defense. They had studs there year in and year out. Yes, they did. Constantly. A lot of great linebackers at USC. A lot of great defensive linemen, defensive ends, safeties. Yeah, they they were loaded defensively in the the 2000s. Whew, really good. I mean... (laughs) I just that's just an unbelievable quote to totally rewrite history on what happened. Okay, yeah. maybe he uh, ch- maybe if I go back to uh, 2018 OU, he changed the Wikipedia of all the scores, and they weren't winning. <laughs> they they weren't winning 48 47 and 59 56. They were winning uh, 14 to 10 instead. I'll, I'll have to go check that season to see if he changed that as well. Yeah, that's funny. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We will hit some things that caught my eye next. Hanging out at Bob Moore Nissan in Norman today. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados. Night. No, I was um, keeping up with the Brent Venable show and OU men's hoops last night. For fantasy yeah. reasons, I was, but I, it was pretty evident early on I didn't need to waste a whole lot of time watching Zach Wilson produce zero offense whatsoever. Zero offense. Felt bad watching it. Um, getting booed, but Aaron Rodgers was there, and... Little audio, little video catching him um, at the end of the game in the uh, in the handshake lines out there. Someone asked him when he was going to be back, and it looked like he said in a few weeks or three weeks, perhaps. And everyone was looking at that, and if that's the case, dude, that is just insane. It's, yeah. And, <laughs> Credit the Jets' defense for keeping them around and and, and giving them an opportunity. Uh, they, there's zero offense on that football team, and their defense is so good yep. that they still have a chance to win every game that they're in. And I, they're they're four and four right now, which is just an incredibly tough division, too, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, two teams like the the Dolphins and the Bills who are just. Really good. Yeah. The fact that they're still in contention, that's all in the defense, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Pretty impressive stuff. And uh, Will Levis has been um, named the starter for the Titans moving forward. What do you think that means for the old guy? Are they moving on? Uh, I would think so, right? It seems pretty yeah. pretty obvious at this point. I mean, just I, I bet that this year is, or the rest of this year, is, okay, we think that that's probably going to be the case, but let's make sure down the second half of the season that that's what we want to do. Not not, yeah. not a tryout, essentially, but it is like, all right, let's see if you're ready to be our starting quarterback here moving forward. How about Tannehill, though, putting together a pretty nice little NFL career there? I, I mean, I remember um, going to College Station in 2010, man, 2010, and he had just switched back from wide receiver to quarterback. 
Mm-hmm. And A&M ended up having a good year that year, made it to the Cotton Bowl, and yeah, I he was a wide receiver at Texas A&M at one point. Switched back to quarterback, and you're right, man, he's made a ton of money in the league. Kansas basketball coach Bill Self has signed an amended five-year contract making him the highest-paid coach in college hoops. Previously, it was uh, Calipari, um, but I forty was it fifty-three million over the next five years. Oh, so this entire FBI investigation that we spro- probably spent a ton of money on did all like it's it's all for nothing. Then no, no, yeah. nothing's going to happen to Bill Self. And actually, yeah. what's going to happen is he won a national championship during all this, and now he's going to be uh-huh. the, the sport's highest-paid head coach. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Glad we wasted our time here. Which, um, it was a massive waste of time. Um, they cheated, got away with it. Oklahoma State got hammered, penalized for doing way less than, uh, than Kansas did. It's an absolute joke. Shows you why the NCAA is pathetic. Uh, but I will credit Kansas and their attorneys for basically just essentially playing uh, four corners offense against the NCAA and running the clock out, right? It's so it's so annoying, dude. So maddening, and we all saw this coming too. I didn't know. I didn't necessarily see Bill Self being the highest paid head coach in the sport, but there was a thought at one point he might get fired. No, nope, come on. We 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 should have known that wasn't going to be the case. Yep. Didn't get fired, and they're going to have an excellent basketball team this year. Um, that's all I got. Cover City, baby. OU Ooh. 85, Central Michigan 59 last night. OU did cover the spread. JV and I McCollum led all scores with 19. So let's 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 talk about it. Let's talk about um, let's talk about postseason sights and postseason dreams. One and zero, and they've covered the spread already. In yeah, one game. where are the? Uh, where are the NCAA regional uh, places this year? I have not checked, but there's normally one in like uh, if there's not one in OKC, there's one in Dallas or Wichita, some somewhat regional. Omaha. We should go to the Big Twelve tourney this year. It's um, I've I've only done it once in Kansas City, but it's an it, dude, it's an incredible event, an incredible yeah. event. So I'm down. We if should you, do it. You're not serious, and you won't really go, but I'll I'll go. I'll go to the Big Twelve I'm, tournament. I am dead serious, but I will probably back out last minute. Correct, yes. But right now, I am dead serious, and I think you should – I nominate you to talk to management about it. Sending okay. Us up there. It's probably our best bet at this point. Uh, <laughs> probably is. O- OU is 1-0 in hoops, in men's hoops. Oklahoma yeah. State is is not. They lost to Abilene Christian last night, and the stat is – OSU lost its season opener, its first season opener at home since 1957 when they lost to Kansas. Mike Boynton said after the game, quote, I feel first and foremost our fans deserve an apology. Apologies to the fans for what they had to watch tonight because that was not good basketball and obviously it starts with me, end quote. Dang. Uh... That's what happened celebrating that Super Bowl uh, that you won on Saturday, <laughs> there, nonstop. There are a few of those tweets last night, yeah. Imagine not being 1-0 in men's hoops to start the year. That's funny. I don't well, think OSU fans really cared about that last night. 
Is there something I'm missing that Abilene Christian has a couple of ballers on their team that I don't know about? Uh, no clue. They were just good enough okay. to, to win in Gallagher-Iba last night. Nice. I uh, did look at the forecast today, and everyone has a different weather app that they use. You know? Well, I, I see it's a high of 68 on Saturday. Well, my weather app says it's going to be a high of 74 and cloudy. I just Googled today the forecast for Provo, Utah. A week from Saturday, I put in the actual mm-hmm. date. Um, it says a high of 36 degrees for that trip to Provo. 46 chance, uh, 46% chance of precip. So just just uh, putting in your in your head a little bit what we might be walking into in Utah. That's that sounds awesome. That's what I would prefer it be. Don't wouldn't you? I wouldn't mind a snow game in Utah if I'm going to go there one time and one time only. I kind of want to get the full effect. The only problem is. I think if I hope for a snow game with the mountains in the background, that would be cool for me personally. But this offense has a tough enough time right now moving the ball in clear skies and 75 degrees. Yeah. I don't think well, the snow would help out all that much. Here's the thing that you have to understand. If you go to Provo, Utah, it's 36 degrees and it's snowing. They'll be prepared to, you know, to deal with the snow. It's not like whenever it snows an eighth of an inch here and people are killing each other in the parking lot over eggs and bread, okay? It's, it, it, it's just going to be beautiful. That's it. The roads will be clear. Playing the football in a snow globe? Clear. That's what it would look like? Yeah. Okay, all right. Now we're talking. Yeah. It's, they don't declare martial law and cancel school for the rest of the year whenever they get a dusting like we do here. That's going to be a fun trip. I can't wait for it. Uh, all right, last one for me. The Athletic has a straw poll for the Heisman Trophy. See if we agree here. Uh, okay. Michael Penix Jr. is their favorite by a long shot. Agree with yeah. that. Marvin Harrison Jr. is number two, wide receiver at Ohio State. Yep. Bo Nix at Oregon is three. Ollie Gordon at Oklahoma State is four, followed by Jaden Daniels at LSU at five. Uh, I'm okay with that. I think that's I think that's probably some right. voters have publicly said they're not voting for JJ McCarthy at Michigan because of all the sign stealing stuff, which I think is incredibly dumb and incredibly unfair to that kid. I don't think he's going to win the Heisman Trophy anyway. I mean, he's got a shot, but to punish him for something that may have zero to do with him—that yeah, that's that's I think that's stupid. Is it interesting that Marvin Harrison Jr. is on there? But neighbors at LSU isn't, and he's the leading receiver in the country. Well, you know how that works, right? Everyone was just talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. before the year. Like, he had the hype coming into – and that matters, clearly. Yeah. Uh, Well, I think he – I'm not saying he's not the best player in the country. He might be. But, I mean, it is interesting, though. Um, You know, (laughs) the – Neighbors has 200 yards more, same amount of touchdowns, more receptions. But Let me read know. two texts. Guy from Parts okay. Unknown says, 36 and snowy, so OU will run the jet sweep. <laughs> Cherokee Sooner says, my app says 25 degrees and 13 inches of snow. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got, we've got an app measuring contest going on now? Yeah, of course we do. Uh, that's Hey, you know, that's a good idea to just develop an app that, you know, just outdoes everything else. Weather-wise, if it's uh, calling for uh, rain, you're going to get 
Eight yeah. inches of rain, snow. You're going to get more snow than all the other apps. Florida, That's what people want to see. Florida J. Have to be right. Florida, they just want to tell their friends. Florida J. says it's already snowing in Utah this a.m. One hour from Provo. Sends us a uh, photo from, looks like a, outside a cabin. Just beautiful. Trees everywhere, snow on the ground. So snow wow. may already be on the ground when we get there. How about that? Unbelievable. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engine. I think D.B. Cooper died on impact. I think the moon landing is real. And uh, JFK, unfortunately, was shot by, uh, what's his name? Lee Harvey Oswald. (laughs) Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Sorry about that. Now, have you ever been to um, Dealey Plaza? Yeah. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, They build that up. Right. They build that up like it's some impossible shot. I'm I'm a, a, an average marksman, and I could make that shot. It's like, it's so close, dude. It's so close. Now, yeah, that's, they still call me Old Deadeye. Just saying. Now, he did it. He done it. Now, on whose orders, Tyler? That is a separate discussion. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's it called? Uh, Virginia, where the headquarters are. They're listening in. Uh, it's something like that. We'll do that next. Quick timeout, hour number three, coming up on the other side.